Welcome in everyone. This is More in the Know podcast. I'm honored and privileged to have special guest Blake Redman here today. Welcome in, Blake. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here, man. This is your first podcast you've ever done. Very first. How's that feel? It's it's cool. It's something I've wanted to kind of get into. The, I've listened to podcasts for years now, so wanting to get into the podcast um, side is kind of my first time being this side of the podcast. Before we get dive into today's podcast with our special guest, Blake Redmond, I do want to give a shout out to the sponsors of today's show, and it just happens to be the businesses that I run, or one of the businesses that I run, Field Supplements. Blake's got the rare black leopard baseball jersey. You can still find a couple of these jerseys on our on our website at fieldsupplements.com. I have a three I have a sleeveless or a short sleeve hoodie here. This is no longer available. We have a couple different short sleeve hoodie options that are available though on our website. And I am SLC certified. That's Samuelisto certified. So go to Samuelisto Music or Samuelisto.com. So shout out to him. I know he just dropped a couple new singles and he has a song in the works for our surrender brand and and ultimately Blake that's really wanted what I wanted to get you uh, on today's podcast was about was speaking about the surrender retreat what that's meant to you and really how how your life has changed since then so before we dive into that let's take a deep breath in and let's go back just like a little bit is it's interesting enough that at the start of this year you and I didn't know each other yet in right. the in the physical realm. So how did you even find out what I was doing or find out what was going on? How did that even transpire, man? Yeah, no, you know what? That's just the power of social media. So um, I was just one of my escapades of going through social media and I clicked follow on an account and you know when you get on social media or even you follow someone on Instagram, it'll pop down similar accounts to this and I I can't remember what account I followed when yours popped up but I saw your little avatar pop up I clicked on it I saw you know the content you're posting and it was something recent about like the ice baths and like breath work I was like man this is cool and then I saw it said in your profile Phoenix I was like no way like I gotta I gotta connect with this guy see what's going on so I just followed you and kind of like forgot about it and I think like a couple weeks later you followed me back and then I saw you're like hey we're doing these um ice baths in here hit me up if you want in I'm like boom, let's make it happen. So then the rest is history. Sweet. No, I mean, I love that. It's called Sync or Destiny. So grateful that those connections were made to the power of social media, regardless of, of our thoughts and feelings on it. Yep. It's depends one of the, on the day, right? Yes, yeah, it depends on the day. And one of those situations where I just use it as a tool necessarily now. I mean, it's an yep. asset and a tool and, and something that I haven't really consumed in much of in terms of just a consumer. It's been more or less a a modality and something that I utilize as an asset for my many businesses. And, but right. I understand that there's definitely a fine line between use and abuse and how close it, how addiction is. And I mean, dopamine feedback loops and things that are being created through these social platforms really, you really has to be something that you're mindful of. Yeah. You, you gotta, it's a, it's a fine line to really go through. It's something that I've really tried to get more into is to be more on the producing side than the consuming side. Like it, it's something you have to balance to be like, okay, take a look at it, the introspection of it or, or whatever you want to call it. You're looking, okay, am I consuming too much or am I not putting enough out there? And like, I'm at the point right now where I'm definitely consuming too much. So it's something I'm like, okay, I need to step back and start producing more before I get into that, that just endless loop. That's just, it's too negative. Yeah. You can get into it definitely an endless loop, especially when you go on these platforms that are, 
designed to keep you addicted to create those those dopamine feedback loops to just keep you hooked i mean it's an addiction crazy yeah it is it is crazy so and one thing that we did though that i've haven't spoke about the surrender men's retreat so just to break that down if you're a first time listener or you don't know what that that is a about six months ago i in i had the vision the mindset to have a retreat in the middle of the mountains in montana and it was going to be a men's masculinity transformational retreat and that's exactly what it was and in my head i knew the power of backpacking and the power of being isolated in the mountains and the power of being disconnected to reconnect meaning um, you're not. We don't have phones or television, and we're not in a home or a house. We're in the middle of the mountains, and we're, you're completely stripped of the things that you have day in and day out that make you really feel comfortable. And so, I wanted to incorporate the the beauty of the backcountry, the backwoods, and backpacking, all the B words. And then I wanted to I wanted to pair that with surrender. I wanted to pair that with breath work, meditation. I wanted to pair that with men's masculinity and really bonding and becoming brothers and really being vulnerable, open, and honest, granting ourselves forgiveness, understanding each other's pains and sufferings and guilts and shame that we've gone through. So I designed I designed this this ultimate retreat that I don't feel is actually even offered um, right now. I feel it's one of one of one and very unique. And I offered it to the people that were around me that were participating in the breath work. A handful of uh, friends wanted to go. A lot of people said they wanted to go, not only only 15, not only, but 15 committed. And uh, Blake Redmond was one of them. So Blake, you know, talk about first finding out about that for me and then talk about the process of you committing to it and then heading into it. What did you feel was to be expected? Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're we're kind of talking about this a little bit earlier Um, with with how your vision was it and the way that you just described it. I knew just immediately that I could see that it could be a life changing. Of, of course, if you were to allow it, it could be a life changing event. And it was something that like I was kind of at a, a point in my life where I'm like, I'm doing so much of this self-development, this and that. And I feel like there's just this subconscious part of it that I can't seem to get a hold of that it needs. I need to go to the next level of like professional or, or someone else needs to come in and and figure out what it is or basically pinpoint what it is that I'm holding on and and be able to release it because it's not something that I'm even conscious of. It's deeper than that. So when you were describing it, I was like, okay, this is, I just, it called to me. I was like, this is exactly what I need. Um, And so I was like, we didn't talk about price right off the bat or or anything or the details of when it was this and that. I was like, sign me up for it. Make sure that like, I want to be on this list. I I gotta, gotta be in on this. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm I'm grateful that you, that you committed and fully dived into it. And, and said, regardless of the of the cost, the value. I, I truly believe that when the value is enough, the cost truly doesn't matter. And I've done that in many aspects of my life in terms of hiring people, going on retreats and different trips, etc. And I know that the value is going to be enough. So whatever the cost is, I'll find a way to make it happen. Yep, that's how I felt exactly. And and so you committed to it, and your vision leading into it. What? After what you knowing what you know now, did you did you fully feel that that was everything you thought it was going to be? Was it more? Was it less? Or, or what was your what was your mind's eye heading into it? Um, I I definitely got more than I than I expected a hundred percent. Like, 
I thought, you know, it definitely was going to be that breakthrough I was I was looking for. I was like, I'm willing to put it all on the line. Like, I will do whatever it takes. I'm not going to hold anything back. You know, I don't I, I went in there with, you know, 15 other people I hardly knew and left with 15 new brothers, you know. Um, but I was like, that doesn't, you know, the fact that I don't know these people, it's, this is just about me. Like I need to get that release and so I can get to that next level. Um, and I was able to do that and honestly came away. Like, I feel like a completely different person. So that's so incredible. What do you, what do you feel was, I know you can't, I know it's, it's tough to say just one part, but what do you feel was like one of the most memorable parts of it all for yourself? Like moments? Um, I think, it was it was after one of our um one of our like somatic release uh sessions and everyone was kind of sharing their struggles and kind of how they were feeling and and it felt um it felt like i wasn't alone because a lot of today's modern society with men and things like that you're meant to feel you know hide your emotions sink them down don't you know don't be emotional this and that so to have a group of men that like i felt surrounded by a bunch of other men that I could say anything to and they wouldn't be like, be a man, don't be a pussy kind of thing like that. So it was like, it was cool to like, felt like you had that, that brotherhood with other people. It's very interesting because it, I've posted a, I had a video on, on TikTok, get like 200,000 views. And I actually just disabled the comment section because I didn't even really feel like giving time, space and energy for people who wanted to troll on it. But it's so funny that the very thing that we were in the mountains doing, which was attuning to true masculinity, then the number then to only be commented by men who have this like really fake masculinity, which actually is derived from low bouts of self-esteem. Because when you break down these men actually in an emotional level, they break down like chill like little boys. Yeah broken bo- broken boys turn into toxic ma- toxic masculinity yeah it's just so it's so unrealistic to go by the, the societal standards of like men can't be emotional and you know just toughen it up or it's like the only emotion you see men is just like anger ah this it's like it's it's so it's so unrealistic and and you just see like these people that go for so long with it and then they have you know their 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 meltdowns or whatnot and it's like yeah when you repress things for so long eventually it's gonna find a way out it it will it absolutely will and it'll it'll bring down your health but it's funny because all the comments were like you know this is tomfoolery this stuff doesn't work you know people actually pay for this they somebody brought up that i was a i was a capitalist benefiting off of people's trauma and and challenges you know do you so blake without you know since i've brainwashed you and so all the things that i've brainwashed you and seduced you and manipulated you and manipulated you in you know realistically was it was it worth the worth the value value to you in terms of the money that was spent yes absolutely i would i would have paid double or triple for that for everything i got it's completely life-changing absolutely i mean that's all that needs to be said about it. I mean, and do do you feel that I was in it to capitalize off of your trauma? No, not at all. And I mean, the reason I have that that backing too is you know the relationship we built over the last six plus plus months. You know, is like coming to the ice baths and everything like that, and dealing with field supplements. There's never been like a it. It's never felt transactional. It's never been like you know like the ice baths run off of you know donation based. You if you can you you can. If not, no biggie. You know the supplements. It's never been like you've been like nickel and dime me kind of things. Like here's this. Let's try that and everything. And I'm I'm happy to pay for a product that I feel is worth it. You know that's just that's 
that's how my, my my values work and that's why i think we align really well absolutely well i do really appreciate that blake and it's been a privilege having having just you in my network and i've been at a rebuilding phase for quite some time in many of my different businesses and it's cool to start to bring in new people to collaborate and connect with on things and and this year my really focus has been just on value and service and i understand that with value and service comes comes to fruition in terms of of money and the money the money will come like for me going up in the mountains that yeah, the that I make, I didn't make. I broke even on this first one. I right. mean, it, I really did break even when it was all said and done. And it, for me, it wasn't about money. It was about to see the potential, the possibility that this could, this could be, in the future, and it had to start somewhere. And I'm really grateful for men taking the leap of faith to put themselves in a position to experience that, and just stepping into a place of knowing and not questioning and not doubt. Because I didn't have a fucking doubt in my mind that it was going to be what it was going to be. But that's easy for me because it, it not everybody can see where I'm at. Right. And the vision is. But it's cool because I truly feel that there's been a band of brothers that have said, hey, that we're like, you know what? We're going to go into this not knowing exactly what it's like. But we're all going to we're all going to give it 100%. Yep. Definitely. That was a big thing. Like I didn't, I didn't doubt your vision or what was going to happen for for a second. The only thing would have been, the only doubt came for me was an insecurity of my own self doubt. Like, am I going to really be able to release and and get past that trauma or whatever it is that I'm holding on to? Like, am I going to be able to truly release? Is this the own doubt of myself that I'd even be able to break past that? And then even going into that, I just you know fully surrendered to it and and was able to get to that, get past that, get to the next level. If you open yourself to the potential and the possibilities that that can be curated in in a situation like that, then I absolutely knew that that was only going to be the result was a a curation of of men truly stepping into transformation, transcendence and elevating themselves to consciousness, really letting go of the the past, letting go of the trauma bonds, letting go of the control that keeps them out of control. I mean, all these different situations that keep keep men in this silent suffering, pissed off anger, pissed off feelings, guilt, shame, rejection, abandonment, and these unresolved feelings of, of disappointment and and sabotage ultimately is what it all leads to. And I knew what was going to be, I knew it was going to be curated in that situation, but it also took men like yourself. I can do it all I want, but that situation and what happened in the mountains could have been completely different if if everybody wasn't on the same page. Right. And that's what's beautiful, I truly believe, about this brand versus many of the things that I've ever built or been part of is it, is it says, hey, like you see these other guys who are complete strangers. You've never met them. And they're willing to show up. And they're and they on their lives are like, you know what? I really seek to accomplish some change in my life. Talk about the effect that having others that are men and that are strangers be in that same position. What does that allow you to do? And what do you feel your connection with these men have been like? Right. So um, going into it, strangers leaving brothers. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a hard feeling to, to even be able to express. You can't really explain um, it. Yeah, exactly. But I think a really big part of it um, was the, the struggle that we all went through, even as simple as like the hike, right? Just Fuck going yeah. the, a nine plus mile hike with 3000 feet of elevation. We're all struggling together. Some people might have different levels of shape that they're in or, you know, um, how they trained for it or whatnot. Right. But like every single person, it was definitely hard to get up on. And so, you know, going through that, having the groups that we're in and then you, you stop and then the groups switch up. So you kind of get to connect with the people on that five, six hours it took us to get up there, you know, and so we're all struggling together and we're all just learning things about each other. And then going up, once we get to the base of the camp, we're all setting up and everything like that. And it just felt like 
built that connection throughout the hike and then getting there, you know, kind of like I was talking about with one of this like somatic releases, um, to be able to, uh, see that everyone else is like, you know, struggling and no one was really holding back. There was, you know, you talk about a lot, the, uh, you know, being the man, right. You step, everyone stepped out of that and they weren't worried about being, you know, all up in the all macho, this and that. It's like everyone was stepped into vulnerability and it was really cool to see. Being the man is so overrated. Yeah. And the mountains don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck if you're the man. Right. We'll kick your ass out <laughs> yeah, of Oh, man. I mean, they don't, they don't discriminate. They don't give a fuck. Whatever words that you want to say about it, I mean, it's just the fact of the matter is, is ultimately there's no discrimination when you throw a pack on and then you go into the mountains of Montana or just any mountains ultimately. And it's, it's a very, very humbling experience. But also, too, is just like you said, that bond initially from connecting with your brothers from something hard that you had to go through and something yep. that was challenging to be able to connect with one another. And I knew going into it in and of itself, just the experience of backpacking, just that in and of itself, going where we were going, spending time deep into nature, complete, completely away from society and the rat race of, of our day to day. I knew that that's exactly the type of, of experience that was going to be what was going to result. Right. And I just, I, that's why I was in such faith of it. And it was really cool to be able to see everybody just connect with one another organically without it being forced it wasn't like you guys showed up and there was a lot of surface level it was like you guys showed up and you were boys right away yeah. and you just jumped right into it and i truly believe and i don't even though i feel like surrender one will always be an outlier because it was from let's just be honest man this this whole brand is something that i just started this last year so you have seen the fruition of the brand beforehand was it was up here and I was a participant. Essentially, I was in your guys' position for a year. Right. Showing up to breathwork, going to plunges, just learning. I never said a word, never led breathwork, any of that. Decided to come down here and then I said, I can do this. And then you guys have ultimately seen it from what it's what it started with and then you, what it's now becoming and it's becoming a brand. I mean, it's a this is this is how you lay the foundation of a brand. You build on things. You create genuine connections with people. I mean, we're doing things now as a group and that's why, like, to me, it's about me having this as my tribe, not me having this as my business. You guys aren't business transactions. To me, you're my fucking friends, man. You know, and like the thing is, I'm willing to pay my friends for their product and or service if it's of great value to me. Yeah, and 100%. so that's that's the situation that we're in down here. And it's such it's so beautiful because we're all here to support each other. The whole point of this long statement here is that surrender number one will always be a very unique group. I mean, it was mainly coaching clients of mine, my OG coaching clients with some of my best friends with people who have been here for the breath work and take advantage of the modalities and, and such that I offer. And so there's this, this really, this big connection of all these different people that I know. Now, I do truly believe moving forward, regardless if, if that dynamic is withheld or maintained because we're going to have to go outside of like the friend group to get new people there. Right. Truly though, I don't feel that that's going to make much of an effect on how people connect unless it comes down to the person's willingness or unwillingness to be able to open themselves up right. to what's possible. Yeah. I think a, a really big thing with that is the fact that in some way, shape or form, everyone knew someone in that group or like we knew you or something like that. So there was that connection and there was the knowingness from you that every single person was already 
putting work in on themselves, right? So there was the availability to be to to be open to for new things and to to listen and be coachable and things like that, right? For if, and I think that could be very big for growing in the future. Is you know, it's probably going to be someone that knows someone and and you know recommends it, and it's like I'm a great testimony for that too. Like I I you know I I was shouting from them from the mountains like more people need to do this, right? Versus if you know. It only happens with growth. I can see, you know, bigger if you're running things that are running ads, this and that. It's it's like you're saying people that might be more hesitant, but they see it. It's all the rah-rah kind of thing. And they're like, okay, I'm in on it. And then their own um, setbacks might be something that holds them back. But it's not that the process is mm. going to be flawed. No, absolutely not. I mean, I I feel it's a bulletproof method that will only be smoothed out and polished in the upcoming months and years. And it's a... It was an honor and privilege to be able to have you guys be part of the very first one. I learned a lot about myself. And as it moves forward, the one thing that I definitely wanted to maintain versus a lot of these other companies, and I'm not here to be a comparison of companies or try to be anybody better. What I've done is I've taken notes from different people of how they're doing it. I see these different groups, men's masculinity groups, retreat groups. I've been part of them. I've, I've spent time in doing all sorts of different modalities and such with different types of energy healers and somatic, somatic, uh, somatic and trauma, trauma bond, breathwork practitioners, etc. I mean, I've been around it. So I've been able to really see what I feel is necessary for transformation and growth and then I've paired that with my my coaching. My coaching is very specific, mind-body connection, letting go of events that shape feelings, and then presenting that on a very intimate intimate level with, with men. And ultimately, I'd like to maintain that level of intimacy by keeping it in smaller groups. Yeah. And so I think there was like almost like a perfect group size. Next year, it'll be groups of 12. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think that that's a big deal too with the the um the number of people there because if it's if it gets too big at that point it's just kind of hard to have more of that that one on one connection because I mean even like when we had our free time in between what was scheduled for the the somatic sessions and everything like that it was like okay we're gonna go fishing oh we're gonna sit over here and talk and this and that oh we're gonna go hiking and so then you have that where the bond is strengthened even more and like that would be really hard to organize and like be in smaller groups if you had more people than like 12 to 15 yeah it'd be too much it'd be too much and so i want to maintain the intimacy of that and i know everybody that was there will absolutely uh endorse what went on and so it's cool it's cool to see it's cool to see that and it was you know heading back home what do you feel the difference has been in your in your life since you've been back um i i'm definitely aware of the you know habits and, and patterns that that i previously fell into with, you know, my addictions and my codependency and and things like that. I notice when uh, a pattern is trying to reinsert itself. So instead of it just being unconscious, now I'm like conscious of the things that are going. So I'm able to step in and be like, basically take a step back from it. Now I'm like, okay, well, this is something I used to do in the past. We don't have to do this, or I don't have to feel this certain way just because this happens. I'm in control of it completely now. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautifully put and really stepping into a body that's in command. You just got, you had committed to sobriety while you were, you were on the trip. Yes, sir. 20, po- 22 days. That's sober. powerful. So what's your sobriety date? Uh, August 20th, 2022. August 20th. All right. Congratulations on your sobriety. Congratulations on your willingness and commitment to your faith. And it's awesome to have you part of this group down here in Arizona where we're all interconnected. We're now doing, you know, Bible study groups and men's groups, and we're all connected on Sunday still. And, yeah. and it's, it's cool to see... I mean, this is a community that I ultimately wanted to have in my life, and 
I just knew that if I wasn't willing to put myself in a position to to lead and be led and also open myself to these beautiful relationships that were in abundance, like having a relationship like yourself with having relationship with somebody like yourself as a, in a friendship and a brotherhood, if I didn't really open myself to it, I would never be able to track the type of, of people that I truly deserve to have in my life. With my child being born into a situation that it is, I really feel comfortable. Like I said, I've talked about, you know, you'd be Uncle Blake, you know, it'd be cool. Hey. How does it feel to be coming an uncle here in the spring? Dude, I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. It's a, and then eventually, you know, once I have a family down the line, you be Uncle Josh as well too. We got the the whole, the whole big family. Family's not always blood. No, no. And it's such a, that's such a beautiful thing to be in that position where I have such brother, brothers around me that I feel cool. I'm like, Hey Blake, I need you to take our little one for, you know, an hour or something. And you're like, Oh yeah. I mean, just, that's the type of relationship I ultimately want with everybody here. And I think that that's the potential. And that's another thing that, that I don't think is talked about too. I mean, like they, you, you see in the self-development realm, it's like, you know, who you hang out is who you'll become like the five people and everything like that. I think that's really huge for men to being around a group like we have and everything, because I'll tell you in the past, I was, you know, of that mind of like, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. You know, I want to be like the playboy dude, like, you know. I'll, I'll be the cool uncle for my brother and his family and everything like that showing up with a different chick all the time and everything. And it's just like, it's such an empty existence to go that way. And then hanging around, you know, you guys and seeing the great relationships that, that, you know, like you and Jordan have and, um, and other people in our, our friendship. Um, and you know, you're bringing children into this world now. It's like completely changed the way that I perceive everything. And I'm like, okay, that's, that kind of aligns with what I actually do want. Like I do want to, I want a wife and I want to have a bunch of kids and all that kind of stuff like that. So it's, it's the flip flop of that just based on who you're with is, is huge. Absolutely. And I do 100% man. And I'm so grateful to be in that position. And I've been inspired. I've been inspired by the men around me. I've been inspired by the relationships and their commitment to monogamy, their commitment to their wives, their commitment to their children. I mean, that's inspiring. The world requires more dads. The world, re- not dads, not daddies, fathers. <laughs> I've been called daddy a lot in my life, and but I'm most grateful and most looking forward to being calling fa- be called father, and that within of itself for me, when it, especially after the men's masculinity retreat is father father to me is is about fully stepping into that masculinity and embracing who i am as a man but getting vulnerable with the things that i've let that i have to let go of for me to be in a position to come to god's grace and humility to step into a role of being a father step into a role of being a leader of the family and to have to have the ability to discern situations and be patient have sympathy and empathy and everything that's involved with it all so it's such a powerful thing where i'm gonna we're gonna cut this off here we're just about and uh up with time but blake um you know honor and privilege man as always to have you part of what we're doing you know where can people find you um so on all social medias i try to make it easier uh, easy on you it's um the blake redmond so t-h-e-b-l-a-k-e-r-e-d-m-o-n should be for all socials i'm mostly active on uh, instagram trying to broaden out a little bit better for the other platforms we'll get there Go check him out. I'll leave I'll leave all of his links below to his social media platform. It's free to like, comment, share, and subscribe to this channel. It's free. I mean, it costs you nothing. 
the next 100 subscribers, every 100 subscribers, I'm giving away $100. So you have a 1% chance of winning $100. When I get to 1,000 subscribers, I'm giving away $1,000. So share this channel with your friends. Let us know who you want on this show. Let us know who, Let us know the content that you want produced here, and we're going to continually keep pumping out this content. I have a, I have a vlog for Sonicals. We're, we're going to be starting the uh, Sonicals vlog, weekly vlog, so there'll be one out per week on that. I'm going to be doing new guests every single week on this show, the More in the Know podcast, and then uh, Power Precision. I'm still pumping out content there. Fueled Supplements, we have the vlog there. So just stay tuned. All you have to do is just hit the subscription, hit the like button, comment below, and just let us know what you want to see more of. And with that being said, this is More in the Know podcast with today's guest, Blake Redman. Honor and privilege, my man, for you to yes, be here thank today. Thank you very much, man. And uh, peace out. Give us a follow.